Another edition of Riding Home, this time Sunday night SEC Championship Edition. Dean Leggy, Dylan Weber, going to get right into it. Georgia uh, knocking off Tech yesterday, and then obviously LSU really dominating A&M. Uh, Ed Orgeron sounded very confident on uh, the teleconference uh, when he was talking with reporters uh, in the last few minutes, Dylan. But at the same time, it didn't sound like uh, LSU had started working on Georgia. Uh, I know how Kirby is. I know how meticulous he is. He probably started getting things ready for LSU as soon as they beat Alabama. Um, at the same time, both these two teams are coming into this game um, with with. I mean, LSU is saying that everything is on the line. It definitely is on the line for Georgia. What do you make of this matchup so far? Well, everything you're right is on the line for Georgia. LSU is. They should play like it is because there aren't really any guarantees. You would think if they lost this game, especially in a close one, that they would make it. But there's no guarantees of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to play as if there are guarantees of that. I think they want to win this game, and, and that is going to be their full intention. I, I don't think they're going to slack off just because they're like, oh, if we lose, we're still good. I think they're going to play as if there is no other alternative besides winning this because really there, there isn't. There, you to guarantee yourself, you have to win this game for both teams. Well, hey, a couple of things on the line here for LSU that that maybe people are not thinking about completely. Um, first of all, well, three things, but two are combined. Number one, I mean, LSU hasn't won the league since 2011. Uh, number two, uh, this is for the SEC championship. Those two are combined, obviously. But number three, and the part that maybe people are forgetting about is LSU's chance of being number one goes I mean their only chance of being the number one seed and playing in Atlanta, uh, which is their easiest path, is winning this game. I mean, you start talking about the number two seed is gonna play Clemson. And where I, I do think that both LSU and Ohio State are better than Clemson, you'd rather figure that out after Clemson has to play somebody else. So this is an important game uh for LSU for sure. Everything's on the line. I mean, a couple of quotes from from Coach O, who really was. I mean, it's interesting. We got two um, two defensive coaches in here. A couple of quotes just from Ed. Listening, uh, we played our best game of the year last night against Texas A and M, which I think is completely true. Uh, he says, uh, "We just want to win." Uh, he said that Georgia's defensive line is something else, and he said also too that when Georgia lost South Carolina, that they didn't blink. And I think that's true too. I mean, we're you're talking; these are the two best teams in the SEC. Um, you know, Florida, Alabama, Florida, Alabama, and Auburn can figure out who number three is, but um, these are the best two teams. These are, you know, what two of the best, certainly six or five in the country, seven in the country. So this this is the premier matchup again. And it's nothing new. And it's interesting. It's Probably a top two offense in the country, yeah. I would say, against a top two or three defense. Is that fair to say for Georgia? Yeah, you could make the argument that they're both number one. I don't know. I, think I, I wouldn't definitively say they're both number one, but right. I think you could make an argument for both. You, you for can sure. make the argument for it. I think it's a little easier to say Georgia's the number one defense than LSU's the number one offense because LSU has a lot of competition on yeah. that side of the ball. Um but it's 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 just you know look this game is a an important game 
uh, as we, I don't think I need to explain that to anyone listening to this. Um, but you know, we're, we're here to provide insight and analysis and give you things that you kind of can't see or hear anywhere else. This line has, is, is, is zipping around all over the place. Um, opened at four, got to seven, dropped down to six. Um, so five and a half right now, right? Okay. Five and a half. I mean, I think it's going to jump around a lot. I think it's going to end up between four and six. Let me give you the percentages for both of those, Dylan. You got to, do you have a problem with, with it being anywhere in between those? Or do you think it's too high or too low at either? What do you mean? Four or six? No, that seems about right. So at... Four would seem a little low, but six seems right. So at six, you're saying that, that LSU has two-thirds chance to win the game. At four, you're looking more at 60-40. Um, if, that, if that matters to you a lot, then you know it matters to you a lot. That's, that's fine. I mean, I think... Georgia's got to play their game. I don't expect Jake Fromm to take a snap, but, but you know, with 15 seconds on the play clock, with the exception of when they go fast. I think they are going to go fast in this game, man. Well, I think, yeah, because I think they're going to have to match LSU a little bit in, in tempo and scoring specifically. Um, but they, it, they hope they don't have to match them in scoring. You would hope you don't have to, but I think you do to a certain extent. I think they will be able to limit LSU better than most teams have. I, but think, I, don't, I think they definitely are going to be able to limit LSU. Yes. That's my I opinion. Think, no, I don't know. I, I still think you have to match them in scoring to a certain extent. Because yeah, but, LSU but listen, is still going to get points. Listen, if LSU scores 35 points, Georgia's not winning this game. It's just it's that simple. So this this matching shit, it's not going to happen. They're, they're just going to lose. So this is going to have to be a game played in the 20s. And if you look at LSU's schedules, their schedule, excuse me, they really only played one game this year in the 20s, and that was the Auburn Auburn game. And Ed said earlier tonight that Georgia's defense, that was a home game for LSU, that Georgia's defense is better than Auburn's. Well, if that's the case, you know, you're you're talking about, I mean, I think it's a very winnable game for Georgia. I don't think they're, I don't think they should be favored, but I think that it's a, there's so much pessimism, and that's just kind of what fans do. Georgia fans are really good at it, but you, you know, look at listen, listen, listen to some of these other lines, okay? Um, these some of these are ranked games, and teams two two teams ranked. Wisconsin is a sixteen and a half point underdog to Ohio State, and I did not catch is is Virginia ranked right now? They are not for sure. I'm pretty sure they're not. So. They probably will be. They probably. I bet they will be this week, but I don't think they will. No, they are the number twenty-two team in the country according to the AP. So they are okay, ranked. AP. So the other two games are both ranked matchups. Wisconsin is a sixteen and a half point dog. Clemson is favored by twenty-nine points. Okay, so I don't. We we can talk about. I mean, do you want to touch on the Dabo thing at all? That was just weird. It was odd. I think it was very defensive. Yeah. Well, if, very. Do you do you want to sum up what what exactly he said? Ah, go ahead, you do it. Well, it, he was just complaining about people comparing them to to Georgia, right? I mean, it, I, <laughs> he was comparing. He was trying to extrapolate that they beat Carolina and Carolina beat Georgia. Therefore, because everyone hasn't, I I I I, I don't know. I mean, he sounded like I, a I was crazy. Kinda, Confused by it, honestly, because it was just like, what, what the hell? Where is this coming from, man? Like, well, he sounded like a crazy person. 
let's just call it like we see it. I mean, it sounded like a crazy person. I mean, this is a program that lost to um, Pitt to, and got into the playoffs and then lost to a 4-8 and eight Syracuse team and got into the playoffs. I mean, let, I, and my, from my vantage point, had Clemson lost the game this year, I'm not sure. I mean, they wouldn't be out to me. I, I don't. I don't think they. I mean, I don't know that they would certainly be out against Virginia, but I don't know, man. That guy has got. He's gotten a little too cute in these last few years. I mean, he's always had kind of a an, a chip on his shoulder when when Steve Spurrier was whipping his ass. That wasn't a lot of fun for him, and he he stuck up for Clemson, and he you know all that stuff, but. It, just like now, nobody feels sorry for you, bro. I mean, I don't know. He sounded. He just. It did. None of it made sense, frankly. Is uh, here. Here's the the quote exactly. He says, "We win against a team that beat." I think he said them, but he meant Georgia. Right. And and it's how do we get Clemson out? Now it's, stop. Stop right there. What? I mean, there's that, so stupid. so like there's now there's a conspiracy against Clemson. Is that that's because that's what he's saying? That, that is literally what he is saying. I mean, how do we get Clemson out? That is that is in, insinuating a conspiracy. Okay. I don't know, man. Yeah, it that, was a weird statement. I, I mean, I've talked with you privately about him for a while, and that like that that but someone should at Clemson, and this this is this is going to be the problem for them. Someone should take him aside and say, hey, look, man, you know, you, you don't, you know, we're all for you. We're supporting you. You know, there's a lot of stuff. You know, we're never going to be treated like everybody else. We're poor little Clemson or whatever he says. But that's not a good look. That's what they should say to him. They should say, look, man, that's not a good look. You know, we've won two of the last three national championships. We can't keep acting like, you know, we're poor because we're not. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. No, no. I, I just I, I guess he got tired of hearing about you know the SEC and all this stuff. But man, I don't if, know. if if you have won two of the last three national championships, don't act like you're a little brother. Act like you're you're a big dog. You don't, like- you, you don't understand Clemson, see, and I feel like I do, and I think that's the difference between everybody nationally is they're they're going at this and they're saying, well, what is this guy talking about? You know, and what I'm saying is. If you understood Clemson, you'd, you'd say he's talking exactly to his audience. That's only who he's talking to, and that's it. I don't. Maybe he wasn't this time. Maybe he was talking to everyone nationally. Maybe he's – but he sounded very – I have to say, it did not sound like he had a lot of confidence, which is, you know, crazy. I mean, again, I go back to my default setting with Clemson, which is they could very well be the best team in the country, and we not know it. Because why don't we know it? Because they haven't played anyone to prove it, really. Exactly. I mean, they they could be. They like they I'm could not be. Bad. I don't think I don't think either of us have ever said that. But no, we they're just not don't bad. Know. They're they're an elite team for God's yeah. sakes. But we I don't just, know if he's got like a sensitivity thing with. He definitely is rubbed the wrong way about the SEC, and for sure. I mean, I don't know if it's because of taking those beatings to Carolina or or. You know he's 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 taken some blown outs blowouts against the SEC over the years, to which I would say you know jo- join the club. But I, I don't know how that advances 
Clemson's cause. I, I think maybe what he's trying to say is, hey, why are we not the number one team? Which I think you should just say rather, yeah. rather than, you know. And, and once again, it, it's about projecting. It, I think it's weak. You, you should project yourself if you are that good of a program, and they are a great program. They are. Yeah. You should project yourself as one of the elite programs in the country, and you should say, if you think you should be the number one team, say it. I think you should be the number one team in the country. And that's that's fine, but projecting yourself like this as, once again, a little brother or – Well, again, you, you, you know, you, you're getting back to the Clemson and Auburn syndrome. You know, if you want to talk about – you want to throw A&M in there, you can. Georgia you Tech. Know. A little bit. I'm not going to put Georgia Tech in that group's category. No. But when when you when you when you are not the flagship school at your state, you've lived under the thumb of the other guy. Whether you are the you know better in football or not, um, it's 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 an there's a there's a constant annoyance uh, at Clemson. They have always felt disrespected, which is funny, um, and then. It just it just doesn't. It's never going to end. It's South Carolina as a state has a curious history. Um, has has and he's feeding in on that entire dynamic. He knows what he's doing, or at least I do. Uh, and but at the end of the day, um, you know, Clemson is an elite program, and this "woe is me" bullshit is only going to last for so long. Um, you're going to have to line up. And either, and there's a scenario where Clemson could have to play Georgia and LSU in back-to-back games, and then he'd get his fill of the SEC, and they could win both of those games. But yeah. the whining is just, and people are laughing in the press conference. It's like, are y'all professionals, or are y'all just so for uh, Clemson? That, well, I, I mean, I mean come on. I'll say there are a bunch of jackasses that laugh in press conferences. I'll say that's not. It's just not okay. It happens at Georgia, but for sure, there's a bunch of bozos that cover Georgia too. Uh, It doesn't make it right. But as at the end of the day, um, you know, South Carolina should have gotten their ass whipped by Clemson. They did. Uh, Moving forward, everybody still has to win this week. I mean, except probably LSU and Ohio State to get in. You know, Georgia has to win. Clemson has to win. Uh, Oregon, a, a Utah game is interesting. Obviously, Utah has to win, um, and then uh, the Oklahoma Texas Christian. I mean, Oklahoma Baylor situation is sitting there. But for Georgia, they're gonna have to be steady on offense. Kirby said again tonight that he expects DeAndre Swift to play. Which I, I, I was watching. I mean, I, maybe this is what Dabo is triggered about. Um, you know, you're watching ESPN and they said that they keep repeating that Kirby expects him to play like what, bro, it's like, what other word is he supposed to use? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And, and the one last thing on the Dabo thing, you so you're telling me there's a conspiracy. You're telling me that the, the, the company that you were in cahoots with the broadcast partner for the college football pro- playoff, the, the group that you are receiving you know, three quarters of your salary from or half because of media obligations is against you somehow. Like there's this cabal in Texas when they meet and they're say, figuring out, well, now how can we keep Clemson out? That would be the craziest it's, thing. It's That's getting crazy. close to delusional and people got to chill this guy out. 
People got to chill this guy out. And speaking of people with no chill occasionally, you got Kirby, Easy Ed. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie, bro. I, there's no scenario where I thought that LSU would be this far along under Ed Orgeron. He's, he's, I didn't think he's so. turned it around big time. Yeah, it, it, I mean, big time for sure. They lost, th- they lost to Troy two years ago. Do you know what's crazy? They wanted to hire Tom Herman, LSU. Ed Orgeron was yeah. the second pick. That's right. How's that Texas thing going? They're really good, man. I think seven and five. So is that the Alamo Bowl or the Holiday Bowl or the uh, Camping World Bowl? Camping is a, World is a uh, uh, in Orlando. In Orlando, Camping yeah. World. Now how's that going to happen? You know what? It doesn't matter. We've wasted too much time on Texas. That's what? Fair. What? Um, I, I was. I mean, LSU did play their best game of the year last night. For sure. If you sit there and watch that game, you're going. There's no way Georgia's going to win this game. I mean, LSU looks unbelievable right now. Their defense looks way better than it has all year last night. Let's 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 take that point though and say, where the hell was this Auburn? I mean, did did was that the same Auburn team that played Georgia two weeks ago? No. Yeah. Wait. Wait. What? They scored forty-eight points. What happened there? That was nuts. That game was insane. Like I'm gonna say, Alabama's offense. Okay, I get it, but. Auburn's offense too. What? I don't know. Is is Bama's defense that bad? But like you sit there and you watch these games as CBS runs a promo for number two Georgia against number excuse me number two LSU against number four Georgia on my television screen. You sit there and you watch these games and you're going, I don't see how. I mean, these guys look unbelievable. Georgia hasn't looked unbelievable this entire year. You can you can't save no. you can't save things for the end, man. Like if they come out and explode on offense, that's going to shock me. Jake Fromm has to hit receivers. He had four touchdowns, yes, but he missed a lot of throws. It has missed yes. a lot of throws these right. past several weeks. Yeah, I mean it's and he's capable of it because we've seen him do it before. But Pre- it's just. Preach. Go on. Don't quit. It's just. It's just. Where? Where's? When's it going to come? Is it going to have to come next year, or will it will come out this year? I think. How many games this year has he thrown under fifty percent? The last four for sure. He's he's several, but four this year. How many times had he done that? You think? Oh, Uh, we should look into that twice. I don't know. That sounds like a story you should be writing about. Um. I know that kid. I mean, that kid's a winner. Period. I've seen it too long. I, you know, I, you just you watch Jake. He's he is not confident in a way that he has been in the past. But I, I don't know, man. They th- th- he's going to have to play well. Last four games, he's been. Under 50%. Zero picks, albeit, but 44% against Mizzou, 46 against Auburn, 47 against A&M, 48 against Tech. But has he had over 200 yards? You know, there's a lot of metrics. I mean, you throw four touchdowns. It's kind of – he played pretty – he played – out before I, I want to make sure. He 
did what he needed to do against Auburn. There were times against Georgia Tech he did play. He had some good balls for sure. Yeah. Um, He's only thrown under 50% three other times in his career. Last year against LSU and then 2017 against Auburn and Tennessee. In 2017? Yeah. The Tennessee game where they shut him out. I got a story coming about this soon, but he he plays pretty well on turf, man. I mean, it's not unbelievable, but he's played big games on turf, and he's played well in those games. And he he told me after the game on Saturday night in Atlanta that you can like this is me paraphrasing, but you you can trust turf. There's no there's no weather, you know. You know what you're going to get, yada yada yada. I mean, he 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 feels good about playing on turf. And I think that that's, that's something to watch for sure. Yeah. I, this, is not, really this, well. is, this is not the LSU defense that Georgia is going up against from 2005. This is not the LSU defense that Georgia was going up against 2011. Now, there were a bunch of killers there now. But – I think the key to this game might be one guy in particular, and maybe two, but one guy in particular, Dominique Blaylock, could be a guy that changes this game. And the other guy that's got to play well along with Jake Fromm is Jake Camarda. Yeah, Jake Camarda will be a big, big player. And he's played really well these past few weeks. He has. The whole season, really. I mean, minus the first four games, maybe. But can we can we extrapolate from Georgia – that they have played so sloppy, seemingly, on offense. But everything else has been good to dominant on their team. I mean, Rodrigo's missed two field goals lately. Like, he can't miss any on Saturday. Yeah. But it's hard to say, kicking-wise. I think they've dominated everywhere, yeah. A defense, of course. Punting, as of recently, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Kicking... Of course. Yeah. I, I don't – field goal kicking, I guess they haven't been perfect, but, yeah, they, I would say they dominated. Offense, though, has been sloppy, and they're going to have to be great. And you're, I think you're right about Don Blaylock because they're going to be without Cager and without Pickens for a half. So they're going to need Don Blaylock, who's been one of their steadiest receivers. He's he's. I'm telling you, man, he's a guy that, you know, obviously our colleague Matt DeBerry has, has, has you know, sung his praises for some time but he's a guy that could change the game he has the athleticism he could break a punt he could have a big catch i mean did he not did he have a touchdown saturday he did okay he had the one and it was a good throw by jake um it was tight coverage good throw by jake in the end zone and a good catch as well yeah i mean look these are <sighs> he he is not don Blaylock is not the sexiest player no but he 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 is very solid. Yeah. He, he, I think that's the best way to describe him. He is very solid. They need a lot of solid on Saturday because spectacular is going to be coming from LSU. Georgia needs to be solid, man. They don't They don't need to be unbelievable, but they can't, like, no turnovers. They no turnovers. Uh, frankly, yeah. if they turn over the ball at that against Tech, they are certainly going to lose. They are certainly mm-hmm. going to lose. And that's, they, you know, troubling. No turnovers, and you've got – you have to make LSU have long drives. Can't give up big plays. 
We're going to get you through the rest of the week. I'm trying to find, I've got two computers in front of me right now. I've got so much work going on as it relates to this SEC championship game. Dean Leggy, Dylan Weber, I'm going to link above the playlist so far for the uh, Georgia LSU game. If you're on iTunes, make sure to subscribe. YouTube, make sure to subscribe. We'll see you over on the website. Dean Leggy dog post, uh, Dylan Weber dog post, riding home.